from my couch in my upstairs den, teen room, playroom. I am with Eli Tarofsky, a famous man in Los Angeles, known for his funny jokes, crazy personality, and all around great guy. I've known Eli for years, long time childhood friend. Uh, he's on the pod today. Give it up. You can't cheer, obviously, so you can give it up, but give it up. I'm giving it up to Eli Tarofsky, big man on campus. Eli, say hi to the podcast listeners. Uh, thanks, Maddie, for having me. So Eli and I, as a lot of you know, some of you don't, he's a big talker, big personality. So I was like, he's a great person to come on the pod, but on top of his sparkling personality and looks. Eli is a great person um, and has a lot to share. Big time lacrosse player, but that's not all that defines you, Eli, right? Right. There's there's more layers to my <laughs> onion. So Eli, explain to me how you got interested in lacrosse at a young age, what sports you were playing when you were little at Brentwood. Give me the lowdown. All right. So I started playing, uh, playing ice hockey when I was about four. <laughs> Uh, my mom took us to a rink in San Francisco, and I instantly just, like, kind of knew how to skate. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I played ice hockey for a while. I, You know, along with ice hockey, I did figure skating and speed skating because that was part of our team regimen. Wait. Yeah, I, yeah. You did figure skating? Yeah, I did figure Do skating. Do you have pictures in the... Yeah, I'm sure somewhere I have pictures. But That's awesome. Because they, they made us all do it for, like, like skate training. Okay. Like, wait, this is in San Francisco? No, this was, this was this is, this when we is got now, home. when you got yeah. home. So they made us do, you know, speed skating, figure skating, and hockey. Like, we played before and after school most days. And mm-hmm. I did that my whole childhood along with some flag football. Maddie and I were the defense. Triangle players. defense. Yeah, it, it was just how it worked. But, <laughs> um, then I started playing football, soccer, just because, you know, that was what we did at school and I wanted to play school sports because there's no hockey at Brentwood. <laughs> and then when I was in about sixth grade, the middle school team needed a lacrosse goalie. And my mom said, yeah, you should try it because she would never let me play hockey goalie because she didn't like hockey moms because they, <laughs> they always blame the goalie. Really? For, yeah. It's like every time they lost, the moms would go up to the goalie mom and say, like, your son played horribly. Actually? Yeah. So I don't get, I don't know hockey at all. It's not like that anywhere, just like LA. Just LA. Yeah. And so my mom's like, you're not playing goalie. So I played defense, but then I played lacrosse goalie. And then I got much better at lacrosse goalie than I was at hockey. And she said, you have to choose between hockey and lacrosse because, mm-hmm. you know, I was playing six days a week of hockey and like five days a week of lacrosse. And she was, she just, she was sick of it. She was sick of the driving. She yeah. Sick, which I get. I which understand. I get too. But it was like, yeah, you have to choose between hockey and lacrosse, but you should choose lacrosse. Okay. She didn't, yeah, because she was cold. She hated the cold of the so, race. So, do you think if you didn't live in LA, you lived on the, in the East Coast, anywhere else where hockey's the winner and lacrosse, well, I guess it is the same here, but it was more regimented, right. you could play at high school, you would have done both. both? Yeah, I would have played both. Okay. Because if I went to, I also wanted, I was going to try to go to a prep school in ninth grade. Right, I remember that. But that just, like, wasn't. It, at the time, that my lacrosse wasn't my priority. I yeah, it was just gonna be like a whatever. Because you started as a goalie in hockey. Yeah, no, no, I no, no, because I just didn't think I was gonna 
I stopped playing. You just weren't interested yeah. in lacrosse in yeah. general in ninth grade. I was done. Because I was done with hockey. I played lacrosse, but it was like, I didn't think I was going to, you know, play in college. I didn't mm-hmm. think I was going to go past high school just because, you know, you don't really, not a lot yeah, of kids you don't... from the West Coast. It's not a thing. It's it's a lot of time. And so I stayed Brentwood and I just, I don't know, I picked up lacrosse ever since. So Eli... Um, famously, this was a big drama, junior year. Remember, Brentwood is, it's like a lot of you listeners, um, went to the same school or went to school with the same kids for 13 years, or at least I did, for 13 years, same group of friends, like Liam, Teddy, Gavin, Eli, Maddie. Oh, I guess Teddy didn't go since sixth grade. And also... And just Emmy Blau, Sydney, a bunch of different people that I went to school with for years. So if you're getting that sense of camaraderie, closeness, Eli was a part of that and even a central figure of it. So we're, we've all, we all played sports together growing up. We've been in classes together. And so junior year, Eli goes, and this is, so this is December of our junior year. We're driving in the Palisades and Eli's like, and for years, Eli was never, you were never a big fan of Brentwood. It just wasn't a place for you. Just, it, it was never like, it was just, it wasn't great. And so we're in, driving in the car and he goes, hey guys, like I'm transferring to Sierra Canyon next semester. It's happening. You can believe me or you cannot. And me and Liam were in the car and we're like, no way this is happening. Boy, who cried wolf? Like, and then... Finally, we realized like it was happening. And then January of 2019 or 2018, I go back to Spanish class with Senor Palmino and Esteban isn't in his normal seat. But this long-winded story is what I wanted to ask you is how was that transition from going to a new school, new guy? Well, I guess not new guys, like lacrosse buddies. Yeah, I knew most, yeah. Um, How was that and leaving Brentwood? Right. Well, I mean, I think it was... At first, it was a little weird. I knew a few kids. I, you know, kids would come up to me, introduce themselves to me. But, you know, like Maddie said, the same school for, yeah. for, it was 11 and a half years at the time. It's hard to, you know, meet new people and make friends just because we've had the same friends for so long. And I knew, I knew if, uh, about five of the kids on the lacrosse team because I went there for academic reasons. <laughs> <laughs> if Kelson is listening. But, Kelson is most definitely not listening okay, to this yeah, podcast. That's right. But if she is listening, I transferred <laughs> to Sierra Canyon for academic reasons. But I knew some of the kids on lacrosse in there. And it was kind of weird at first because, you know, coming from Brown to Sierra Canyon, it's just different vibes. It was really sports-oriented at Sierra Canyon. But since I, you know, grew up having to care about school, it was I was kind of in both groups. I was in, like, yeah. the nerd group and, like, the... I love that, though. Right, and I did too, but it was, it was just like when I got there, I didn't know anybody in my classes because I'm not in classes. Of course, with you're any not of my with your teammates. Kids cause, oh, that's kind of tough. Yeah, so I like met some kids, and you know Taylor introduced me to some of her friends right. who played volleyball at Sierra Canyon. And they really were they really smart or no, just in- they just like they were like <laughs> scattered and they were stupider, but whatever they were like scattered into some okay. of my classes. And when I got there, it was weird for a couple of weeks because we started like day I got there we started you know morning practices and it was just a different adjustment because I had to be up at 4 30 mm-hmm. every morning 4 30 because I had to get there right by so how far was the school from your house like compared like, to Brentwood well Brentwood was like two and a half miles away from yeah me. like that's a joke yeah and Sierra Canyon was like 30 so I had to drive like oh. you know 25 miles every morning 
and I had to get there for morning practices. But like, I, I don't know. I mean, I got really good at budgeting my time and managing my time 100%. because I just, you know, practice in the morning, practice after school. More practice in Sierra game than I had, you know, freshman year of college across. That's wild. Yeah, because, you know, we have a certain amount of fall ball days. We get 14 right. or 16 because days. Because NCAA is so regulated. Yeah, so we get like 16 days in the fall for fall lacrosse, and then we don't do anything. We can do like coaches or uh, captains practice, stuff like that. But yeah, it was just like six days a week at Sierra Canyon. So for just for me and like my own curiosity, just because I went to the only school I ever known right. before Skidmore was Brentwood. Right. Um, what was the vibe between the two different schools? Like, how could you compare them? Just, and not in terms of, I'm not talking about sports, academics, right. just like vibes of the two different schools. Right. I'm just so curious. I just think it was different because a lot of the kids at Brentwood got there because they lived there, their parents, yeah. like whatever. Siblings. Siblings, whatever. But the kids, there's a lot of kids at Sierra Canyon who did what I did, kind of transferred in the middle of the year. And okay. they're there to like, you know, play. They're yeah. there. A lot of them are there to like succeed and to play college sports. A hundred percent. Or there's, you know, because they, they still pride themselves on an academic school that they have to, you know, have a and balance. You, I mean, you're you're a good um, representative of right. the hard academic. Right. Like, it's a real, it it's, is a very yeah. good school. Yeah, it's still, it, yeah, it wasn't like Brentwood where, you know, you competed in the classroom. Everybody was like, what? Like oh, that's range. interesting. It was like. You, you you competed with a specific group of kids about your grades, and then all, and then the rest of the kids about athletics. I like that better. I do. Too. I think it's healthier because Brentwood is so small, and right. like you're in a class with some of the kids on your team, right. and then you have to go right. and fight for a spot. Right, exactly. So it's like you know, yeah. I'll go, I'll go for my you know my hard classes, and I'll get on the field, and it's just about sports, and that's nice because you can really separate yourself because you know that. I really hours, like that. Like that three hours a day of being on the field. You don't talk about school really. That's so, it's so different than Brownwood. At least I mean, girls like I right. remember foot. It was always like stop bitching right. and complaining about your grades and then gossiping about. I mean, obviously right. there's like God, everyone does that, but it was so much about what when's the paper due, right. this or that or the other. Right. That's really cool. Yeah, because I mean, you know, most of us were in one class together. We all had honors English together. Oh, that's fun though. That's fun. Eleventh and twelfth grade because they don't like they gave. They only had honors in. Or they had honors in AP. They didn't have a regular. Okay. English, so all the athletes were in we're honors. honors eight. Yeah. So we all kind of were in that class. That's the only class we you had. You must together. have dicked yeah. around yeah, some, like just. Like senior year, I was with Cassius and Scotty. Okay. And we literally. And for listeners, those are like two. They they both went to or one went to Vanderbilt one went to Duke for basketball so these guys are like really good basketball players and so we just kind of you know dicked around in class and just in that class because the teacher was kind of a fake and nobody really cared and it was yeah. our senior year we all knew where we were going because like, we all committed we all committed we all like that's so didn't fun. really care but and then we get on the field and then we you know you do your thing yeah and we play and that was a nice thing because people want to win at Sierra Canyon like, yeah in the in the close games at Brentwood I found out like you know not always we can't always dig out of it at, when we were at Brentwood 100%. it was like you know neck and neck it wasn't usually going our way but at Sierra Canyon like it felt like we found a way to dig out because of it. everybody who was on the field really wanted to be there right yeah. and that's a that's a difference for any program any sports team you join once you have people that really want to play it right. changes everything the, everything yeah so from sierra Can from sierra canyon you went to colorado college mm -hmm. for well and then your season got messed up because of corona but what does 
then transitioning from high school sports to college sports, what would you say is like was the biggest difference for you? Well, I think I think my coach in high school prepared us for college across just because yeah. of the rigor of it. And I've been playing with college kids since I was in like eighth, ninth grade. And I feel like lacrosse, it's so much easier to just go to – you're a goalie, right. so anyone can just shoot on right. you. Yeah. And it's easier than getting 11 kids to exactly. play a full game. Exactly. Yeah, so, totally. Right. So when I was in, you know, sixth, seventh grade, I was shooting with Nick Steinfeld who went to Bucknell. Right. And he played there, and I was shooting with Austin Blautroys at Yale yeah. and all these kids. Like, I just – I mean, it, I didn't necessarily do well in seventh grade against Yeah, them, but, but it's but good. It's training. It's exposure. And yeah. I felt when I got to college, I felt it was, like, the best kids. Like, it's the best kids of the high team. Schools. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're all on the same team. So everybody you play for the most part. There were some teams, like, we just kind of destroyed because, you know. There's ratchet. Yeah, there's some ratchet there's teams some, Especially Ohio, in Colorado. Right? Like, yeah, because we, can't, we yeah. can't fly out every You're not week. going to the East Coast every weekend. No, you can't. Yeah, and so, so yeah, I mean, I felt like it was – it was a step up just because, you know, it is college. Sure. It, it's faster paced practices, but at the same time, you know, I could hang in the weight room. I could, yeah. I could do all that. The only thing is, I didn't run in all of high school because I just got out of it. Yeah, I was, you're a goalie. I was the only goalie. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, cut me if you want, but you're not going to. Yeah. And then in college, it doesn't, you know, fly. Yeah. So that was the only Oof. Yeah. What was like your worst running fitness that you had to do? Well, so block three. So at my school, we have blocks. So we take one class for three and a half weeks for three hours. Mm-hmm. And the worst one, so for block three, I was in chemistry and I had my three hours or three hours in the morning, three hours after school. Yeah. So I missed every single lift for that block. So I had to make them up in the mornings. Oof. And this was like, you know, November, December time. Oh my God, it's freezing. I remember some of the Snapchats yeah. you would send me and it's it would like, be like four in the morning. Yeah, it's like 12 Also, degrees. Eli doesn't sleep. Yeah. So getting a Snapchat from him at like 3.30 in the morning isn't sus. No, like, it's just exactly. Like, so yeah, so I'd have to wake up. I'd have to go be in the locker room by like, you know, six to get ready. And because they still want us to like be able to get ready for yeah. class. But, you know, I get down there and we had one day that was, uh, I want to say it was... 16 120s sprints Oof. But we do a 120 we do 10 okay because it was we were on the girls field the girls soccer field. yeah that makes sense so it was that and you had you know a minute to get you had to sprint down there and oh like, those are the worst 22 seconds yeah like, like ours back. is like yeah. 19 and then something like that some, yeah, and, and then the you have rest, to jog yeah, but you exactly. those are the worst and it was you know 12 <laughs> degrees outside Oh my god, did it feel like it, it, it like hurt. hurt? Yeah, it hurt. And it wasn't Were coaches there? Were you like yeah, with just one of our coaches and it was our strength and conditioning coach because our our actual coach if it's below like 18. No like, way they got. We're no not about to practice. And so it was like that was the most brutal thing. And there was like 10 That's of us because we were all going skiing so we were missing school anyway. So oh, we all went to fuck. morning and it was brutal. That was a really bad one. That's that's really shitty yeah and then the rest of the conditioning wasn't that bad yeah it's it's just like like you have to do it yeah it's like you just kind of suffer through it so the shortened season how many games did you guys end up playing we had six games okay at least you got some we had yeah we had six games we didn't you know play anybody legit because we were going to yeah it's at a conference at the beginning yeah we were going to our big trip to pennsylvania who were you guys going to play we were gonna there? We are going to play Cabrini, which is like kind of a random team, but they okay. won the national championship last year. 
In D3? Yeah. So they were okay. like, they were, I don't, uh, they're good. They're good, apparently. Yeah, they were good. And then we were going to play Williams. We were going to play okay. Rhodes, William and Mary, Washington and Lee. Yeah. All that we had like five games for the two week of the spring break, but then. And that's considered out of conference, but real. They're real, real substance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. our conference is us and Whittier and Southwestern. Those are Right, like, because it's like who in the middle yeah. of the country is playing lacrosse? No, there's not. Right, the closest lacrosse school is Whittier for D3. I mean, yeah. we're right near Denver, but that's not. So, what did like the. So, be just because I'm I play soccer, fall sport, we get there right away, we're in season. Right. What does that look like? Explain sort of how you get there and when you're playing with your team. So this year we did it a little differently. We had a week right at the beginning just to get situated. Then we had the first two weeks of fall ball. Okay. And we had, you know, the first two weeks. That was like kind of the – they push us the most because that's like – It's just like a ton of running. They're just trying to see who's going to quit. That makes sense. And it wasn't like – it wasn't – by any means grueling it was just the kids who were like i'm done with this yeah just like fuck this yeah. like i've been playing my whole life i'm right. done yeah, yeah it was the kids who did that we had 57 kids on our team at the beginning of that 50 how many freshmen 22 whoa yeah there were a lot of freshmen whoa and so we had 57 kids at the beginning of that and okay then by the end of the first two weeks, it wasn't just because they quit. They got a lot of them got kicked off the team okay. they got in trouble but it was like <laughs> it was like 48 kids 48 how many how many players i don't know lacrosse that well so how many people are on the field it's, that it's once? nine players and a goalie okay so yeah 10. so 10 guys yeah. yeah so you know we had some, we had solid numbers those are good numbers and we were happy with that but right because it's line it's right. like lines of guys because yeah. it's so yeah you're just subbing, subbing in and out so it's yeah. kind of like hockey in that it's, way it's like hockey but it's just like so it's like double the roster triple the roster so okay it's, it's hockey you have 22 kids why is like it's oh because the only, sh- quarters are shorter? I don't know. There's only five kids on the ice in hockey. Oh. So if you have forty kids, that means you know there's eight. It means eight that's lines. Just like you just, just do not no, need that. Yeah, you have no. twenty two kids and it's two back goal or two goalies. And yeah. Like, yeah. But for for lacrosse, it was just as many bodies as we can get because we can we travel thirty three kids, but oh wow for home games it's you know we just kind of cycle. Yeah. But then anyway, then we had two weeks off because we had our you know, finals week, and then the next week, they just wanted to give us off so we can get back into the flow of it. Then we had another two weeks of fall ball okay. where we had our first two scrimmages. We played Boulder. We had our alumni oh, game. Oh, you played Boulder? That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. And we were supposed to play Denver and Air Force, but then it got snowed out. Oh, my God. Air Force, I yeah. feel like, would be just awful to play against. Yeah, Air Force. And, well, so that's the thing. When At Lehigh, it's like we play Navy and Air Force. Right, yeah. Navy and Army and the Patriot League, but... Yeah, it's gonna. It's, so I was excited to play Air Force. I was excited to play Denver because I kind of knew I was gonna, you know, transfer right then. Okay. So I was like, okay, let's see if I can hang D one kind of deal. Sure. But then it got canceled. So you are you tra- you're transferred, yeah. and why was like was it just for sports, like wanting a right. cha- more challenging right. environment? Well, so with the block program. It's really, I want to be a doctor. I want to be like a trauma surgeon or something. Yeah. And the next part of this interview, you're going to very much, you're, all of you are quickly going to understand why Eli would be a great trauma surgeon. So you want to be a trauma surgeon. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, as of now, everything changes. Of course. But like right now, I kind of want to be a trauma surgeon and that's my path. So I, it's really hard to do pre-med and be on the team there. And 
because the block schedule schedules just, i can't i can only take like three lab classes a that's year wild so then I, that makes yeah. being a doctor kind of impossible yeah and then you forget everything like i took chem and i don't remember a, like a lick of chem because it's all it's four weeks you memorize all of it and then yeah um and so i'm transferred i transferred because of that i also transferred because i saw lehigh in like 11th grade i remember that at, i loved at, it yeah and i you know didn't want Shout to. out Emily Friedman, cousin, goes to Lehigh, new friends over here. Whoop, whoop. And uh, I wanted, I just didn't want to, you know, play Division One lacrosse out of out, out of high school. school. Because I was burnt on the sport. Didn't think I wanted to play in college either. Sure. Like, I went to Colorado to ski. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, if I get to play, I get to play. Yeah, you whatever. get to play, you get to but play. But I get to ski. Uh, and then you kind of grew, you kind yeah. of lo- lo- you grew to love it again. Yeah, I loved it again. And that's like all I wanted to do. We couldn't ski anyway, so it didn't really matter. And I wanted more competition. And I wanted like every day to be like, you know, the best kids in the country. Yeah, that's a real fair point. Right. And so it's a bigger school. It's better lacrosse. It's, How many kids is it? It's like 6,000. That's really nice. That's yeah. a great it's, size. It's not like too big like a Berkeley with like 35,000 Yeah, kids. I couldn't do it. But it's not too small right. like... 2,000, yeah, yeah, 1,500 kids, yeah. That's tiny. Yeah, we were, I think we were 2,000, but like. That's small, especially with kind of no town no around. Town. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we were in Colorado Springs, and it's kind of like totally opposite agenda of yeah. Colorado College, because it's super, super conservative there. That's like, kind of crazy. Like the middle of nowhere, like. Huh. Yeah. So you're going to Lehigh, yeah. have, is there fault? I mean, we just don't know because don't of the pandemic. Pandem- yeah. Pandem- pandemic right no so they're saying like you know the ncaa released their guidelines okay for us loosely there it's up to the school it's you know you're not allowed to have contact i know like i'm having a soccer season yeah. but i there's a six-week quarantine period yeah, how's, not, that's yeah there's no i just contact, i just but, really don't know how it's gonna work like i don't want to wear a mask right. while i play that makes it so much harder oh you can't breathe in masks. you can't breathe in masks no. So you're, you're just kind of in a gray zone, right, not yeah. really knowing. And so it's okay because we're in the spring, but yeah. it's just like, I don't know. If football goes poorly this season, if they even do it, I wouldn't be surprised if they call it. But I, I'm not. Like, they said that ours is happening, right. but I also wouldn't be surprised. Right, like, exactly. the first week we get there, it's preseason, and then everyone comes back, and it's like, oh, there's Finally, an outbreak. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what happened exactly during our season. Canceled in the middle of the season. Canceled in the middle of the season. Yeah, yeah. it was like the morning before our game. He's like, "Oh, by the way, this is our <laughs> this, last game. This is this is this over." Is it. Yeah, and they put they just put the seniors in. They had all of our seniors starting. Okay. It was a mosh game. We almost lost because we had, we had here. Yeah, some seniors. of the seniors hadn't touched the field since freshman year. Like, what I will say is that you adjust so easily and that was a that's honestly a great thing that you went from Brentwood to Sierra Canyon now that you have yeah it's kind of the same thing it is yeah a little bit no it's it's true like I I was worried about coming from Brentwood to go to college because I just like you know you kind of know the same kids like I knew you guys yeah yeah 100% there was 30 I mean I was so that was one of my biggest fears was like am I gonna fit in am I gonna have friends and like you kind of Right. Jump that because you had to do that going to another school. That's right. a really good point. But but since we had sports at the news at college, you know, like you already had your. Yeah, like I got there and it took maybe three weeks and I was close to people. Right. Already. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah. Exactly. It, it, you know, it's a weird adjustment. College is weird the first couple of weeks. College is weird. It's like in the you first feel. Yeah, weeks. you feel like you have nobody, 
And yeah. you just kind of sit in your room every once in a while, and you're like, this is going to suck for a little bit. It's going to suck. Everybody hates And then colors. you go out the yeah. first night, and you're yeah. like, okay, except I died. Like, yeah. That was a disaster. Right, because you guys, right, we had a, I don't know, we, we camped. Our first week of school was camping. Right, because you did pre-O. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was weird. We all had to do, like, a mandatory, like, community service trip, and there were different levels. There was backpacking. I didn't get a backpacking trip, because my mom's like, oh, just in case, but, like, tier two camping which is like front country but no service kind of camping okay and <laughs> and i'm like i don't want to put that but she's like no you have them to oh cammy so everybody who put backpacking as their two choices got backpacking i got tier two camping but like what if it was someone like me and i can do the you, i can go there, for a hike there is like there's tier one where you don't hike and you just you camp, just camp. And then like, there's, i hate then there's then there's like like community service city, so you like stay in. Like, oh, okay. You still camp, but it's camping in like a church or something. It's weird. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, call- all right, bye, Colorado College. Right, like yeah. Yeah, like on to a new chapter. Right. You're gonna jo- You're gonna be a frat star at Lehigh, a lacrosse frat douche star. Yeah. Um. All right, that is our first part of our interview. We talk about college sports, going to college, high school, all that fun stuff. Gonna take a quick break and I'm gonna be back with more great stuff with my man Eli. Back from the break, I have no sponsors, so the break is just to cut time for me and Eli to take a sip of water, all that jazz. But if I do have a sponsor, White Claw, Pink Berry, if you're listening, hit me up with that sponsorship. Call her Maddie, what's good? Anyways, back with Eli. Um, he is, I'd like to say you're a naturalist, like big time hiker, diver, skier, anything outdoors. Mr. Eli Trofsky is there. Um, one thing that defines Eli and his sort of craziness with the outdoors is his survival pack that he brings everywhere. Explain what that is, Eli. Uh, so for whatever reason, when I was younger, I went skiing one time with my cousins and I, I don't know, I, I went to Big Five and someone got me one of those, you know, survival water bottles with like, it's yeah. a water bottle with like, like those now jeans. Yeah. They're just like whatever shit is in it that yeah. doesn't work, but I thought I was like elite, right? So <laughs> I had this like, REI membership. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, now it's going to, it's going to be bad. So I started with like, I don't know, random things in my backpack that I always skied with and they're like, oh, you're weird. You're, you look like a schmo right now. Like, yeah. So where did you, how old were you when you like started skiing? Uh, I was, I started snowboarding when I was four for a year and wow. I hated it. It just like, well, I was too young to enjoy yeah. it. And so like, Mammoth, were yeah, you skiing? I was, yeah, I skied in Mammoth until seventh grade. Okay. And then it was Jackson, Jackson with yeah. Liam. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, uh. But you did some trips to Mammoth. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I still go to Mammoth, but it's just like... Because your aunt has a... Yeah. Out. Yeah, so she has a house. But, you know, I started skiing when I was like five, and I... Mm-hmm. I, I, I it was just like hockey to me, and so, you know, it was a little bit of a transition, but I loved it, and I've been doing it, you know, pretty ever consistently since. ever since, yeah. So what is in your survival pack now? All right, now, so it depends on the trip, but for the most part, it's... <laughs> it depends on the trip. Wait, what does that mean? So they're different activities? Yeah, yeah so it's like when I... How many bags do you have of these things? I have, like, I have, like, a lot of backpacks. Like, yeah, I have, you I really have, do. I have way too many, but basically I have my, you know, my dive one, my mm-hmm. ski one, when I go backpacking, I have one, when I go, like, mountaineering or rock climbing, I okay. have one, and then, 
It just depends on what I'm doing. If I'm flying, I have one. Like when I go flying, when we go in the backcountry, I'll have a different yeah. one. Do like, you fly with hair? Like, have you flown I have, with Harrison? Yeah, yeah, Liam and I used to fly around. Liam would always That's fall asleep crazy. in the back. But yeah, I mean, I so when you controlled everything, yeah, because every once in a while he'd spill coffee or something on himself. So have you'd to have to fly. Yeah. That's why. So and where would you fly? I've flown when we were in Wyoming. Yeah, like. Liam doesn't really want to go with it. Like, I, <laughs> Liam better be listening, getting shit on him. No, I'm, I'm being polite. You know, he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't find the you know fun in it. No, yeah, it's, it's fuck not, you, Liam. I want to go in the helicopter one time. You never let me. Anyways, we're gonna get in trouble. I know, that. Liam. Oh. oh my god, I'm kidding. Don't don't cut me off as your friend. Anyway, you know, I know that's scary. Um, we're edit this part out. No, I know. Yeah. Um, but you know. Uh, we'll fly around because he'll he likes to wake me up sometimes. Okay. Nobody else will go flying with him. Spike is what doing whatever Spike. Sure. Doing, but you know he'll like bang on my door at like five in the morning. <laughs> He's done this like multiple times. He'll like bang on my door. He's like, hey, you want to go flying? I'm like, of okay, course fine. you yeah. do. So, what is the sensation of like flying a plane? I will probably it's, never it's know. Like, what that it's means. like driving a car. Really? It, it's not that much different. Planes, Even though you're just like in the air. Planes are easy. Like, planes, planes are, are like, easy. Planes are not that difficult. Okay. Like, especially the smaller ones, they're not that hard to fly. And they, but they malfunction. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you have old planes and, and know, shit, goes, like shit goes wrong, but, you know, it's just like a car. It's just higher. That's so cool. And prettier. Yeah. Like, the view must just be Right. Insane. It's just like, but it's, it's literally like you're driving a car. So you're like one of those crazy people. You have gone above the earth and you've gone below it. So what is diving like? When you go diving, like so, how does that? Feel? So now to me, diving is kind of, kind of boring. Why? Because when I started, are you swimming with like fish? Right. And just... so, so when I started diving, I got my certification. Liam and I got MP. Yeah. That was like the best thing I've ever done. Was is that one of the coolest places I was like, you've yeah, ever been? It's the best. It's just the best. Diving. Cool. Is so, it just beautiful? Like the water's the pure. water's clean. It was like eighty three degrees. Oh, no wetsuit. That's amazing. You know, sharks, big fish. Yeah. Like, really healthy coral. Which is, you know, hard to find now. Or not hard to find, yeah. but it's like, you know, harder to find. But, you know, we dove there. I thought it was the best thing ever. All I wanted to do was dive for a while. Yeah. I remember you yeah. were obsessed with diving. And now I've done, you know, 70 plus, 80 plus dives. And where, what places have you done that? Uh, I mean, we did, you know, 30 in Bonaire, which is like right off of Venezuela. That's where we went for winter break. Okay. Uh, we did, you know, Fiji. Mexico, we did a couple. That's we did awesome. a bunch. I've done a bunch in Catalina. Yeah, Catalina and California. Catalina and San Diego because that's just harder diving. Is it because it's more? It's rockier. It's, like it's, it's it's the water. So when I went in San Diego, the water was like forty eight degrees. Okay, four foot visibility. I got really. That's when I got really sick. It was like right. I remember yeah. that. I totally yeah. I was like yeah. I didn't like that, but that was like you know. Mission Bay, right? It's where the seals train. Right, right. Where those like yeah. the things that kind of look like boobs, the the, the booby yeah. looking seal. Yeah, actually, homes. right there, that's where all the little great white pups are. They're like, oh. are, they give birth off, or they they're born off the coast. Great right white like sharks. Pups, yeah, like the little. No ones. way. And so when you surf down like in San Onofre and stuff, you can see them. And Carlsbad. And yeah, so the bigger ones will head up or Go. down. Because Eli also. Um, spend, he has a house, you have a house in Lucadia, which yeah. is in Southern, sub, sub, like San Diego. It's, yeah, it's like Northern, Northern San Diego. Northern San Diego. Claire Altman, 
We have played so much soccer. Yeah, it's exa- it's right. It's so Carl. Yeah, like yeah. Carlsbad. It was so much fucking soccer there. Yeah. Um, wait, so that is so cool. The diving, the flying, the skiing, everything like that. But what's like, so you were going, you're going to your car right now, going to drive home. What's the survival pack? Like, what's the general survival pack look like? Okay, so I have, I always have, like, I do my own first aid kits because I feel like when you buy them, they're kind of dumb. Like, there's like <laughs> a bunch of stuff you don't need. Okay. Like, you're just not going to. So I have like my little, my little square, big uh, first aid kits, just like, you know, band-aids. Yeah, basic. Basic stuff. But then I have like, I have a mini like suture kit. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm to gonna, I'm gonna try so to not do, but I, yeah, I know how to You know Liam and him would be hiking in like Wyoming. Well, I tried and... to do Liam's head in Mexico, oh, but they no. wouldn't let me. I wasn't, I, I wasn't. Oh, yeah, um, wait, you, so you have suture, okay, what else do you have? This is hilarious. I have Trauma like, surgeon, right? You understand why he wants to be a trauma surgeon. So, you know, I have my, I have, what do I have? I have a tourniquet in there. I have just some gauze antiseptic wipes glove yeah like the, it's pretty basic. basic it is pretty basic but it's like good enough that i have whatever i'm gonna need unless it's something you're really, always really prepared right so it, do yeah. you have like food like things that you can put in the water to give you to make you like for calories while you're hiking and stuff not usually and like when i'm going on a road trip i have like an extra set of stuff i throw in my car okay like i have like a tire i have like a tire inflator that i connect to my car and it pumps up my tire stuff like that because when we go off-roading you deflate your tires you deflate your tires and then sure. you have to reinflate them but yeah so i'll have that when i'm not right now because you know between here yeah. and you know i mean there's not much to house, go. i feel like i can just if i need something i'll go like you can survive yeah. you can survive and yeah so i mean i always have that then i have a little like i have a little it's called a fireman like axe which is like it's just an insulated axe so is it smaller it's smaller and it's insulated so if i like cut a wire or something i'm not going to get electrocuted okay and then I just have, like it's so funny because while you're explaining it, this is like your basic kit right. i'm like wait what wire would i ever come I know, it's, no i love right. it i love it and then i have a like a seatbelt cutter and window breaker in my door just in case yeah it's smart during a fi- if there's a fire right. if there's yeah. anything like, you're wearing a Los Angeles Fire Department shirt right now. Like, you could be a firefighter. Well, I tried, but... You're too smart. No, no, I... Yeah. No, I don't know. I tried to... I was going to be a EMT basic and a par- like a yeah, that makes paramedic sense. this summer. That makes sense. But it got canceled. Obviously. Yeah, because... That's like an internship for exactly. a wannabe trauma surgeon. Right, so, exactly. So, I was going to try and work in a firehouse, but I, I couldn't... You can't get jobs right now, and you yeah. feel like canceled the course. And it's just, like, it's not... No. You, everyone's in the same boat, so right, it's not yeah. like you're... It's like, I'm not wasting... Plus, I'm going... It's like, basically, I'm starting college over I'm a freshman next year, so it's like... Oh, but yeah. It's like, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. You're very fine. Yeah, I think that's good like for you, too. Up. You are a little young. Like, you're yeah. young for art. It's all great. Yeah. So, you and Liam, and you in general, like, you do a ton of outdoor trips, this or that or the other. Right. If you could go to three places in the world... I, it could be right now. Yeah, it could right. be whenever to do any type of, tr- or it could be one, two. It doesn't have to right. be three. Right. What would be in any order your trip and like what environment thing would you do? With right. It? Well, I'd love to go to the Alps, the Swiss Alps, and ski. Okay. Just because Swiss Alps and ski. Like the backcountry there is incredible. It's it's. it's what incredible. type of skiing is it? Would it be all power? Like I don't know that it's, much about skiing. So there, it's 
there it's pretty much padding. There it's just really, because it's, it's like just, beautiful. You know, it's backcountry, but it's also cool. is it hard? It's harder just because you have to have like run out plans because there are a lot of avalanches. Yeah, Especially I feel like there. we see movies right. yeah. about that a ton. But it's not like that dangerous. But you know, that's, and the beer is good in Switzerland. Everything is fun in Europe. I'd love to see everything's there. fun in Europe. And then on the same vein. I say more than three. Of course, okay. say as many as you want. It's On awesome. the same vein, I'd, I'd want to ski in, just skiing, I'd want to ski in Chile. Oh, that's cool. So and you would like have to go in the summertime so now. Yeah. And then I, the same reason. That Actually, the backcountry there is much more And the Andes Mountains. It's much more technical. It's yeah. like legit mountaineering. Like, and because it's not as man-made it's not as man man-made or manicured. Yeah. It's, it's like, that's like much sketchier, but the, it's less skiing. It's more about like mountain technique. Okay. And then Ames, Alaska, because those are just the biggest, like, spines, like, mountains that you can just, like, ski down. Like, okay. 6,000 foot runs. Just, like, massive runs. Oh, my God. Is it in, if you're backcountry skiing, yeah. there's no, um... No, it's, like, usually, well, in, like, Alaska, it's a lot of heli skiing. You're not going to walk up those, because that's just... Oh, you have to have someone so drop you off. Yeah. yeah. So that's a lot of heli skiing, and then the rest. So you of have to make ice. real plans. Like you can't yeah, just go can't to the hotel and get the pass and then start right. skiing. Yeah. So it's like I'm not equipped to handle it because. So I, you'd have to go with like, Liam yeah, or right. someone else you that need, would want to do need that. Guides, you need. Yeah. Cause that's I, cool. Especially when you're there, because you can't like you need special stuff when you're backcountry skiing. So you want to? So you do skiing before diving yeah. or hiking? Yeah, because skiing to me is the best. Diving now it's more about like I'm getting my dive master. So I can and do. you went to Fiji, yeah. which is like the pinnacle. Right. So for me, diving is more about like making like when I do it, it's fun because I like make sure everybody else is taken care of. Yeah. Like when we were in Bonaire, like you were making sure. Yeah. That. Like we're I mean we're all confident divers. Liam and I are good divers, but you know Harrison. Did Liam get? certified with you Liam and I got our basic open water together okay and then I got a, I got advanced in a, like seven specialties later and then he got advanced in a couple specialties on a different trip got it yeah so yeah. how does diving work like if I was like Eli let's go to the beach and you just got like we had a boat or whatever right. all hypothetical right. I do not have a boat I wish I had a boat Insta would be popping off with a right. fat yacht but if we were in the middle of the Pacific Ocean and right. you were like, I'm going to just go diving, could right. you because you have your license yeah. or does you have to certify with someone else? No, I I'm I can go diving. I can go diving whenever I want with whoever I want in almost any condition. That's really, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I just, you know, there's a couple of specialties that I, you know, I don't have like cave diving, but I have like wreck yeah. diving, limited visibility diving, computer diving. I have a bunch of like, I can basically dive in conditions from like two foot biz to like a hundred plus. Whoa. Would you ever want to hike Mount the Himalayas? Mount Everest? Mount Everest. I'd like to do Mount Everest, but I'm probably never going to do it because now it's more about a money grab. It's like $250,000 oh, no and you can get Wi-Fi the whole way up. People, that's not the, that's not the joy of it. I'd rather do like K2 or something, which is still okay. the Himalayas, but it's just like, it's climbing. It's, it's much harder, or I'd like to do Atacama. Any like, the problem with Everest is very commercialized. Totally, well, it's Everest, you, right? Yeah. And it depends if you go like you can go the Nepal side or the India side, and it's like different prices. Totally different routes. Like you can literally not pick up a backpack now. Oh, and, and then you're and, at the top, and, and you take the photos, and, and someone and... takes a. I mean, it's not easy by any no, means. No, of course. But it's like 
It's not the same gritty. You can go and live people live like Red Bull athletes have a live stream the whole way. Like I understand yeah. that, but like if I was you know just a schmo could go and like get Snapchat from the top of Mount Everest. That's wild. The entire way up. Plus, it's like two and a half hour wait to get to the final like stretch of the mountain because oh. it's like thousands of. Because it's a tourist yeah. situation. So you are both an adventurer and also I feel like you spend a lot of time uh, worrying and trying to fix the climate. Right. Would you say, like, that's definitely an issue that... I mean, I think they kind of go hand in hand. I think that I've been able to, you know, know like, see what's been going on. Because, yeah. like, when I, you know, dive in the same spot year after year and you see every that's year, wild. it's, like, different. Like, and is it... Is the environment effect on diving denser water or... It's just, like, less healthy water. Like you, And you can just tell. There's, I mean, the coral and the life, like, the actual, like, plant life is dying there's less big animals or there's more big animals closer to you like we and that in, shouldn't happen no, i just right, know nothing right. it's so, so like, interesting we were in lucadia one time and a seal there was like a like a literally like malnourished seal washed up on shore and the lady like the lifeguard who was there she was like yeah it's happening more and more because there's no there's less and less big games so tuna like the big fish yeah the like the trophy fish there's less and less of them because of overfishing. That's wild. And so they're all getting pushed cl- closer to shore. So then sharks are coming closer to shore to get the seals who are coming closer to it's shore. It's all just going on top of one another. And so, you know, places like San Diego where you, like, you can notice that when you dive. Like, we know people. Like, we see – I've never been in the water with sharks, but we've seen sharks from boats. And we've seen sharks from – I know. I, I Even when you we were little, little yeah, when you were yeah. there, you'd be like, I saw a shark this weekend. Yeah, like they're – I mean, they're – you see them from time to time. Yeah, totally. And, yeah. And that that's, you mean, I, I feel like, you know, that's a good thing that I've been able to witness it, but it's also like... It's, of, it's a it's, sad yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. It's And it's so, it, your perspective is so interesting because someone like me, like, I love the environment right. and I think climate change is real, but I don't spend nearly the... I like to tan. Like, right. my, my going outside is, I like hiking. Right. I'm not, I've ski. I just haven't been exposed, but... My and most of the people that are a part of this, it's a lot of we don't notice the incremental changes, right. and right. that's a crazy perspective because you spend so much time in the in the outdoors. Right, like when we were in Bonaire, we were with a place where we went. It was called like Harbor Village or something, and they were like rebuilding the reef system there. Yeah, and that's through you know Harrison's company, Conservation Conservation International. Shout out! Yeah, sponsor. Us. Sponsor a <laughs> sponsor me. Um, and. You know, they were helping rebuild the coral population. So we got to see them, you know, planting coral, like making the coral trees. Like they actually had like, it looked like Christmas trees basically. Really? And they like strung up coral on wood and then dug it into the ground. Oh, that's kind of, that's cute. It was really cool. But like we got to see that stuff and they said like, you know, commercial vessels would come and like trawl and dig up the entire ecosystem. Why? Just for more land space or for fishing? fishing. They want the resources because, you know. Coral you can sell, all that fish you can sell. Yeah. Like it's, now it's some of the most healthy water in the world because you can't fish in the marine park there. Oh, that's nice. And like even off the coast of California, and a lot of the cat, like the Channel Islands, you can't fish. Okay. Because it's marine sanctuaries. But then you go to like, you know, some of the places that you wouldn't think need help with conservation. Like when we were in Hawaii, we, we were, I was talking to this guy and they're like, yeah, you don't need a fishing license. You can go and catch as many fish as much, like, as big as you want 
It just doesn't. And they don't, yeah, but it's like destroying their water. Yeah. And they don't really, I don't know why, but like. I feel like you need to go to Australia. I would, yeah, that was one of the, yeah. yeah. I, wanna go I was just thinking about it just now. It's like the Great Barrier Reef, the de- the outback, yeah, yeah. and then I, there's like New Zealand, which is in Australia, but you yeah. need to, you need to do that. Yeah. And you need to go skydiving. Yeah. That's on the Eli Outdoors train next, for sure. Yeah, I tried to go, and Cammy said that I wasn't allowed on planes with people right now. Cause, like, because of Corona? Yeah, because they have re- a lot of skydiving in San Diego. Like, yeah, they were like sense. the best jump schools in the world there. Is it? I feel like it would be like ex uh, ex seals. It's, it's a bunch of like ex seals. Yeah, are who are there. just like I need to make some cash. Yeah, because San Diego, San Diego is that. San Diego is just like a bunch of like ex yes, that is, that is exact. San Diego's weird. I don't like San Diego, San Diego. No. Katie's like nice because it's like. Well, it's a beach town. It's like a hippie town, but San Diego's gross. San Diego's ratchet. Yeah, it's not. That is definitely not one of Eli's must visit places. San Diego's nasty. The water's gross and there's a bunch of boats. And like when we were diving there, you can hear, you can hear boats, right? So you hear the big cruise liners. Yeah. Ooh, cruises is just the last thing I ever want to do is go on a cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. I don't like that. Ever. Well, Eli, thanks for coming on the pod today. We got through a ton of topics. Such an interesting, exciting guest. I'm so glad you were able to come, even amidst the corona pandemic. We're outside, by the way. Um, yeah, and that's our pod. Thank you for listening.